from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Hey, welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number three. Wow. Beautiful day. It goes day. real fast when you miss an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful morning. It's uh, here on the west coast of the uh, state of Florida, at least in Pinellas County. I don't know what it's like over where you are, but uh, they do say that there's about a 50% chance for rain. But, hey, well, welcome, welcome to Florida. Let me tell you, coming over when the sun's actually out, the the bay was like a sheet of glass in most of the places. I could see bait being busted about 100 yards out. Yes. I love that. Drives me insane. Fish from the bottom, birds from the top. I know. And then and you're wishing you were on the side. I'm like, <laughs> throwing, throwing that bait right in there. Get him in there and get him going. There's something in there eating it. Yeah. Something, something. Uh, third hour, here we go. Bill George, don't forget, has got his uh, gator seminar happening uh, today. Uh, I guess this would be uh, the, G, version. the G5, G2 Summit. G five G two George and George yeah well no G five G two as in the Gator the second, acoustic session it's the second oh. one the acoustic yeah, yeah the guitar acoustic session yeah you'll be out there going the, it's, there. come on you're the music guy in here yeah you'll be sitting out there Bill George G and G will be out there going come as you are as you were he's even yeah. got the red shirt on yeah he'll be full, out there he's in full Magnum PI today he he is full on you got flip flops. No, uh, you got to cover up them. Shoes. I just realized that you got the khaki shorts and the red Hawaiian shirt. They go together. It looks good. Which, and I can say this, That's and you're going to laugh. So, since my little weight loss deal, let's just say Jonathan, as Ron White says, has backed into a new wardrobe, <laughs> and <laughs> of all a different of, era. <laughs> uh, uh, all of my Hawaiian shirts and all that that I actually own, I can wear again. Well. Bring really? them on, good for and you. I'm going to be wearing them this week. <laughs> oh, that'll be good. But when they first saw uh, Bill had some difficulties this morning getting to the show, if you did not hear hour one, he had a flat tire and had to go through all the experiences of uh, HE double. You know what's because uh, you know what will go wrong always does go wrong. It seems but, to happen in threes. So, uh, but he but, made it here, and as soon as he stepped in front of the glass, Jonathan and I both went, "What the." Because, I mean, if you have ever watched any episodes of Magnum P.I., literally, you know, with, with Magnum's uh, tan, you know, Navy SEAL shorts and his uh, Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> literally Phil short steps in front of our... We All this, we need is the Detroit Tigers cat. Exactly. It. it would complete the ensemble. Uh, and uh, he, he just stood there and I was like, holy crap, it's Magnum <laughs> at 50-something. So there he is right there. With the mustache and everything. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, he'll be out there today at G5. Starts at 1230. They're going to be going over the uh, the rules and regs and all that kind of good stuff again with the uh, – Did you, did you hear us hunting. this morning what we said first thing? I heard a few things. I said, I said <laughs> that when I was standing there getting my stuff ready to bring with me to the show – and the phone rang, and I saw your name. I said, it's that friend, those friends that you have when you get those early morning phone calls. You think of one of three things. 
somebody's stuck, somebody's hurt, or somebody's got something that he'd help drag yep. it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what I thought. Either your arm got ripped off, you uh, decided to try to eat an igloo cooler or something and ended up in the emergency room, well, or, you know. Well, it, you know how you felt when you got that converse- call. Oh, yeah. My wife, I ended up calling her to bring the floor jack because I rolled the bottle jack three times. <laughs> okay. So it's like, okay, I'm I'm done with the bottle jack. I'm okay. <laughs> just just bring me the floor jack and let me be done with this thing. And and so luckily, you know, all the bad things happened, but it's so many good things happened at the same time. Yes. My daughter had come over to spend the night last night. So she was able to turn around and help my wife load the floor jack in. Uh, she How had big drove is this a, one? What's that? How big is your floor jack? It takes two people to put it in a car. Well, my wife drives a Jeep. It wouldn't have been easy in a Jeep either. So she was able to put it in the back of her pickup truck. Then she turned around and, you know, brought it. And I sent my blown out tire. It, it wasn't just how the little tire went down. It was kaboom. You know, well, you've been riding on uh, on sheepskin uh, condoms for about what a well, year and a half now. I mean, this, seriously, oh when I went back hey, down there to my show. truck, well, that's family uh, per- planning. When so. I went back down to my truck to get something out of it just a little bit ago, I went and verified, and it is absolutely true. I have four different brand tires on my car right now. <laughs> hey, it just so happens I've got a compressor in my truck with me, so we're good. Oh, I had a compressor. I had a compressor. I had breaker bars. I had everything. I didn't have the floor jack. At least you're here. You made it. It's all good. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Okay? You're fine. Oh, yeah. You're okay. No, I'm very blessed. It happened in a great place. Easy. Get off the road. Wasn't in the middle of the bridge. I'm I'm blessed in so many different ways. Very inconvenienced, but it happened at a decent place. Jonathan was coming in. He was going to make it in time. So I, I just knew it would all be good. Well, there you go. <laughs> and you wore shorts to boot. And I wore uh, shorts to boot. I had an interesting question I come out. I did find a use for a owner's manual, finally. Toilet paper? No, no. Fire Being starter? the fact that I'm actually in shorts, and very unusual, kneeling on the ground <laughs> was very rough. On your knee, yeah. Yeah. An owner manual for the truck actually makes a good, good knee, knee pad. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Or you can just stick it under your butt while you're sitting down on the ground. Doesn't matter. You, hey, you're laughing, but me and him are the type of people that think about stuff like this. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> that 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 works. You got to find a use for something. I understand. And just just last uh, two weeks ago, I opened up the glove box and saw it in there, and it's like, why do I even have that thing? <laughs> now I know. Well, now I now I have a use for the one that you know, Ford gave me a long time ago. It's, it's beautiful. It's leather bound. You know, the little zipper on yeah. there, and it's got everything in there that tells you nothing about the car. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, my check engine light comes on. What's wrong with it? Well, you know, take check, it to your local dealer. Call your dealer. Oh, okay. It should it, literally your owner's manual should be like four pages. Which I got to go by Brandon Ford this week and drop mine off and get it serviced. And thank you. They were awesome. Well, that's like well, always. They always do a good job out there. Our boy Vince was supposed to stop over there. He's looking for a pickup these days. Which, by the way, if you were looking for a pickup, I noticed on the auction block there's a few of them on there, too. <laughs> and some big boys on there, too. Some big diesel ones. Mm-hmm. And some big old uh, things that pull some big old trailers, Bill George. Big old trailers. Big old trailers. So you can do whatever you got to do. 
Uh, I had an interesting question this week, and Bill George, uh, you weren't around, so I had to kind of wing it, but uh, at least I led the man into the right direction. A gentleman came in with a very interesting question that I could not answer. You couldn't answer. I, you couldn't even just, I just I, baffle him. I I, I said uh, I sent him in the right direction, and uh, he got the answer from them, and then he sent me the sex uh, the subsequent answer that he got. The question was, as happens with a lot of people, if you're born, what is it, uh, sixty two or sixty five, you're exempt from the uh, hunter safety course. Which one is it? I can't remember. That was question number one I couldn't answer. It's after that. Is it? Yeah, once you turn 65, you only have to buy a license, right? I understand, but if you were born after like 1965, uh, you're exempt or something like that. Uh, You don't have to have the hunter safety card. Yeah, I'm not too sure what year it is. Well, anyway, in a lot of states, he was planning on going to another state, and they require a hunter safety card. doesn't matter how old he is. Uh, I think Iowa does it. I know that some other big. What about New Mexico? Does New Mexico do it out there? You have to have your Pennsylvania does. Yes. I know that. So if I went to Pennsylvania, even though I ex- I'm exempt here in Florida, I still would have to have a hunter safety certificate. I would say I tell people this now with that that I would have some kind of hunter safety education, pretty much, because I think everywhere is just about that point. Well, the point was is that he was said, wait a minute. Does that mean I have to go take all the course and everything and all over again and all the other stuff because I'm a concealed weapons permit holder? And I said, dude, I think you're exempt from the the shooter's day for that, but I'm not really sure. And he said, well, where would I find out? And, of course, I sent him to the FWC and, and asked them, and he actually called them and talked to the FWC, and there is an exemption form that you can uh, that you can send in with a copy of your concealed weapons permit, okay, an exemption form, but you still have to take the online course, but you do not have to participate in the actual firing of the weapon, and you can get your hunter safety certificate. So basically the same way that my kid's going to do it, you know, online, you just have to take it online, send in your a copy of your uh, concealed weapons license, and they'll send you a hunter safety certificate. Hmm. So that's what Dennis was asking the other day. So you don't have to jump through the hoop and all that kind of good stuff. So if you do have to go to New Mexico, Pennsylvania, or anywhere else like that, then you're covered. Good deal. Which I thought was very interesting. Because I always thought that uh, you know, our exemptions were you know, tit-for-tat type no. thing. And, uh, no. It sucks that they You not. can't go in certain states and use be a Florida resident and buy a gun. Well, that's true, too. All right, taking a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Don't forget the big sale going on out there till August 15th. And, of course, our good friends out at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be back. Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Braden Gunn, Bill George, Jonathan Swindle. We're all in the studio today, live and in person here in the Beasley Broadcasting Studios. Everybody else is down in the Everglades. Vince, Megan Bales, Toby Benoit, Diego, and uh, we just found out our, our also our program director, Shriners, down there as well. So everybody's frolicking in the weeds looking for snakes, I guess. So 
It'll all be good. Don't forget, 1230 out of G5 today. Bill George is going to make up and make good and do uh, his second seminar out there at the uh, – at the. Uh, are you going to do it outside again? Are you going to do it in the community room or whatever? Are you going to do it uh, so that people sit in the air conditioning? What We're going to – if there's not too many people and we can social distance, we'll be inside. Oh, that'll be nice. Uh, they do have a full assortment of whatever it is you're going to need out there. So you got uh, bank sticks, hooks, snatches, uh, traps, snares, darts. Uh, what else am I missing here? Uh, everything you're going to need to get out there. I mean, seriously, from knives to everything else you're going to need to get her in and butcher it up or do whatever. They have the wicked lights now. Oh, that is true. Got the wicked lights in there, so that'll be yeah. all nice. And uh, you can go run around out there. And blind everybody on the planet with those things. <laughs> you want to go old school? They yeah. even have like a Q beam, twelve yeah. volt plug yeah. in, be done. Yeah, though the thing no you always, batteries to worry about other than your boat battery. Yeah, except that you always kick the cord when you're out there and you're messing around and stuff, and all of a sudden, total blackness. Well, I have a solution for that. And then you try to get your cell phone out, get your little stupid flashlight on there to hook the battery back up, and it turns into total chaos because somebody's that. on the front trying to hold an alligator while you're hooking up the light, and da 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 da. I got it. What's the solution? Duct tape. Come to the class. I'll show you. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Throwing out. Look at that radio professional just boop, throwing boop. out another team. Come on in. Did the setup on me and then shot me right in the thigh. I listen. I was waiting to hear all about this ammo stuff. The the range ammo versus the uh, defensive ammo, but that's okay. I, 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 no, you I'll went be, off somewhere else. No, 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 squirrel, no, no, squirrel, no, no. Look no. at the squirrel. What squirrel? I don't know. That's what you always do. Squirrels out there. <laughs> There's a lot of pine trees, but I don't see any squirrels. Well, we got people on the phones. What am I supposed to do? I wanted to talk about ammo. Now you got me all fired up. Am I answering these phones? Who's in there? What? Oh, oh wait, we got to talk to Bill. Wait a minute. Got to talk to Bill. Talk about a guy who knows ammo. Bill Berg. What are you doing, Bill? Hey, boys. How's it going? What? Why is everybody who calls knows. the show so mellow? They're all like, he, I mean, he, he, everybody's uh, like. Not only does he know mm-hmm. ammo, but he knows a pretty good way to fix some things. Yeah, well. That are very tasty. Yeah. Oh, well, that, okay, yeah. Well, I thought we were going into two different things. I thought you were talking about DOD or something. Easy. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> he can probably fix some of those things, too. Uh, so, Bill Burkett, of course, is uh, with Porkganic Barbecue. What are you doing? Why are you calling? Are you bringing meat? What, what, should we open the door? I'll be right down. Hang on. I'll bring. Hey, I was going to say I'm right outside the door right now. You should. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a whip inside the door here in a minute. But, are uh, you really? Are you really outside? Don't you tease me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm not. But I, uh, I know a good gimmick for next. Uh, next time I call in, though. But, uh, <laughs> I can't. Re- re- you're lucky. Just, I can't uh, reach the phone. <laughs> yeah, no, just hung right. Hung right up. I had, to, I had to. I had to check in with the gang just to make sure you guys are, are holding up well, and you know everybody's able to find enough ammo to go out and what they want to and everything like that because apparently ammo is really hard to find right now uh it is and i will say this that uh consistent wise i will tell you i tell you that g5 has done an incredible job of of keeping it at least uh coming in uh yeah i, I mean uh we had two cases of nine millimeter on wednesday and it was gone by friday uh, and that's with a one box limit on each person so that tells you how many people came in and got them but I know that yeah. um, I think we just got a, another <coughs> shipment of it in in the evening yesterday was we were getting ready to shut up. So there should be more nine there today. 
Uh, they have 40. Uh, some guy came in yesterday and wiped us out at 300 blackout for some reason. But, um, you know, at least it's yeah. consistently there. Where other big box stores are having a big problem because they have to wait for shipments of, like, the multiple thousands of cases, G5 doesn't have that problem. They can get one or two or three or four, you know, and get them in there and get them out and get them sold. So at least it's consistent. The- the 300 blackout is actually, yeah, it's 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 becoming very very popular, and um, I'm I think I'm about to get another system uh, made by Q. It's called the Honey Badger, and um, it shoots uh, 300 blackout. And uh, so I think you have a lot of people because I, I go to the range a lot with uh, you know a lot of my coworkers uh, from the base, and um, you know weapon systems that that shoot 300 blackout, they they love it. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 not a big fan of 300 blackout. I mean, I understand for what it was developed for, it's perfect. Oh, I'm looking for no, one. But yeah, but people who go out and want to go shoot hogs at 300 yards with it, yeah, you know, I'm just not uh, right. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. So no, I'm looking for one for me, not only for personally reasons, but I'm looking for one for clients when they bring their kids and stuff. Well, yeah, it's a good round. I mean, if you get the right ammo for it, uh, to, to go out and shoot hogs uh, 100, 200 yards max, that would be my suggestion. I'm just, you know. Well, I'm looking for deer hunting, too. I prefer the wind yeah. mag after the 300. But. Yeah, well, the 300 wind mag doesn't work for an 8-year-old for most cases. You it know does. what I'm saying? It does. Just tell them to tell it, it works for, Yeah, the 300 works for the 8-year-old, but you just got to make sure you're standing behind them and a couple of other people to hold yeah. them down after yeah. they pull the trigger. Put two hands on the right shoulder. I, yeah, you're all good. I'm the one that gave a 12-year-old a 3-inch, three 3.5-inch three mag. <laughs> and she still hates you. So, uh, Bill, what are you what are you doing out here besides ammo talk? Are you running around? Are you cooking? What's the deal? Well, the cooking right now has been, you know, like everything else, has kind of been put on hold uh, for us. But um, yeah, we're we have a few events that we think are coming up. Um, we have one in October that we cook pro bono uh, for veterans. It's a uh, it's a kickball tournament that the uh, Grammaticus put on, and then um, we in in January. Uh, we've been invited, or I've been invited to come down to uh, a nonprofit in Ruskin called My Warrior's Place, and um, it's a fantastic charity. And uh, what they're going to do is bring in a whole bunch of veterans, take them out on a couple of fishing boat sh- fishing boats that uh, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs donated to them, and um, they're going to take folks out and uh, they're going to catch fish. And in the afternoon, me and my uh, executive chef from the barbecue team are going to show people how to, to cook fish, and they're going to do uh, a, a traditional barbecue. Uh, we're we're going to do a traditional barbecue class with them on, you know, chicken, ribs, brisket, and then uh, the last day they're going to have a competition between all the different little uh, groups that they have there. So oh, we have a couple cool. of things that are going on. That's awesome, yeah. man. So it's a fishing day, it's a day of eating, and then an old day of competition uh, between the boys. That, that's actually a pretty good idea. I like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's great. And, uh, you know, at the end of it, every uh, – through the sponsors of the uh, nonprofit, uh, each uh, each one of the participants, each one of the veterans, actually walks away with with a smoker. Very so it's nice, a pretty good deal. Very very nice. Uh, I'm you know I've been keeping up with you here lately, and I noticed that uh, you trim back the beard. What uh, have you trimmed the beard off completely, or are you still? No, going? no, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going. Uh, you know, I'm still quasi Amish <laughs> out in here in uh, Eastern Hillsborough County, but um, <laughs> no, I had to. I had to <clears throat> I had to trim it back because uh, I was getting some um, negative feedback uh, from uh, 
from my better half uh, that uh, it couldn't be a uh, it couldn't be one of these beards that you see overseas, yeah, uh, or it, I was going to have to dye it red with henna. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know she's too pretty for you to be rubbing that thing all over her face, so I can understand what well, she's that, saying. That, yeah, I mean people people look at me now and they're like, "Wait, that's that's your wife?" I'm like, "Yeah, I have a wife." And, you know, I don't know what they yeah, Yes, I am part of the I married part. over my head club too, so it's okay. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, is... but that, there's there's that, but then there's also I want to tell you guys about these Goliath grouper that don't exist out in the Gulf. Oh, okay, cuz I know um, you, I noticed I saw on your page you were killing some lionfish. I don't know if you were swimming down for them or hooking line in them. No, 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 no. You can't. Uh, generally speaking, you can't hook and line them. I don't think. Uh, um, right. Sure that you know some of the the fishing charters that call in can maybe give you some some better uh, feedback on that from some of their clients and stuff. But um, now I've been doing a lot of uh, spear fishing lately. You know, going down to about 130, 140 feet and uh, shooting amberjack, and hey, it's just a fantastic time. But you know, I I absolutely don't see five to six, maybe. six, 800-pound Goliath grouper uh, on some of these uh, wrecks. Um, they're, they're not. They're not there. They're not there eating other fish, and they're not there almost catching my fish that I just shot. Uh, so you know that's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know they they don't exist out there. Those are figments of your imagination. You probably had narcosis while you were down there, so you were hallucinating a little bit. You know. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my underwater camera fixed, and next time I go down, I'm gonna you know. It's kind of like Bigfoot. You know, maybe we can get a blurry image one up. Is <laughs> this yeah. running away from you? Yeah, well, sure. Well, Bill, yeah. take take into it the commissioners. Some of them said, hey, FWC, you need to turn around and get on a little faster track on dealing with the Goliath. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. See what you did, Bill? You started a whole big that's, fight with the FWC. That's scary talk right there. It is. Yes. That's crazy talk. Well, listen, we had to yep. take a hard break, man, but thank you for yep. the call, and uh, don't be a stranger. Be safe. You know, especially, yep. especially if you're going to be cooking it with nothing to do and nobody to eat it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'll show up at, I'll show up when least expected, and, uh, yeah, you guys will have some treats. Yeah, bull crap. That <laughs> damn Drew Garabo gets all your good stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. boys, you be good. See ya, Bill. Yeah. Take it easy, man. We're going to take a quick yes, break, sir. you guys. Uh, that was Bill Burkett, of course. Gino, Gaming. hold on. Organic. Don't forget, uh, you can go follow him on Facebook, all that kind of stuff, for all those events that he's talking about. We're going to talk to him again before all of them, and we'll make sure that uh, we all know and see if we can get invited. <laughs> it is the Bigger Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay right there, Gino. We'll be right with you. Now I want to hear the whole song. Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden Bill, and uh, that uh, other guy that used to be here a lot, uh, you know, Jonathan, he decided to show up again. We have a whole rash of Bills calling today. I know, Billy Billy's there. Well, now Gino's on the phone now. Gene, you there? Yeah, hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, buddy. How are you? See, now that's how you're supposed to answer. You're supposed to be up and awake and everybody. I mean, my gosh. Bill, Bill, and everybody else is like, hey. What's up? What's going on, you guys? So they cool. got up early. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. I guess. So we all got up early. Man. Yeah. You know. Well, what are you doing? What's going on? What are you mad about? What did you do? Buddy, I, I ain't mad about nothing except these native coyotes. Wait no, a minute. No, no. They're, they're naturalized, not, not native. They, they, wait, let I me, got positive. Let me, y'all let me, ever hunted um, <laughs> southern Indiana? 
Uh, I've never hunted southern Indiana. That'd be a Bill George question. That's up I, there above the Nelson yet. Dixon yeah. line. I don't get up there in that area. No. I would I would put it on A-plus number one ticket. I was up there, what, two weeks ago? Um, Corey down Indiana, Floyd's Knob, Elizabeth, Indiana. Oh, they Indiana's got, got some good deer. terrain, and they got all kinds of soybeans and corn. And the deer just sit about 50 yards out and wink at you. Yeah, because it, because it's not hunting season, Gene. No, 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 no. I understand that. But you got real, real, you know, it's a higher river territory. So there's old, you know, river bank and where the rivers change course. So you got these really thick bluffs up high. And then uh, these valleys just full. And, you know, it'll still be shuck corn. Nobody's stuff for them to pick on. Um, beautiful, beautiful territory. And just you know those real squat body deer, not lanky, but like meaty, built like tanks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, big fat. Yeah. Uh, thick I got, I got a there. couple buddies that are outfitters in Indiana, and they're yes, they have very, very good deer hunting. Well, the thing is, I, I, I like about Indiana is kind of like Pennsylvania. All you got to do is just show up in a John Deere tractor, and uh, they just stand there and look at you, and you just shoot them from outside the window. Yeah, that might be that way. It's that way right now. But anyway. <laughs> The saddest part, of course, is we're driving down some back road in Indiana, and my girl goes, oh, yeah, these are the 80 acres my daddy used to own. I go, well, that's nice to know, dear. <laughs> used to used to own. Yeah, he never hunted anything either, man. I mean, all the man did was work. I mean, he wheeled and dealed and, you know, bought land and stuff, but he never hunted it. Oh, that sucks. I, I've, hear, I've heard stories, uh, you know, Robert that used to work at G5, his uh, – you know, his family generationally ago used to own like a thousand acres over in Kentucky. And over the course of the years with inheritance tax and things like that, it got whittled a down little to sold, little sold, little, little sold. sold. And I think they have like maybe 10 acres left of the original property. Everything else has been sold off and it just drives him crazy. He's like, like, like what she did to you. They're driving down. And they're like, all right, from, from Miller's Road all the way down to Jenkins Place, you know, that used to be your grandpa's property there. And, of course, those two mountains right there were also and they were like going, man, don't, don't, don't tell me this stuff. Well, then, then, they cut, then they cut the land up. You know, everybody gets five acres, and the five acres you got to yeah. a rock ledge that you couldn't build an outhouse on. <laughs> you know, it's you a get, real, real get, raw deal there. Yeah, you you, know, you the, wasn't there when we was drawing lines, bud. That's what you get. Yeah, you, you know? get the shale pit. There you go. You'll have fun in there. It's all good. Well, did but, you, did you go up there to scout around, or you were just visiting? No, uh, no, I was just with my girl. We went out of Louisville. They were having more riots, so we went over to uh, stay in uh, a little resort over in Indiana. But I had I had slightly been over that way. You know, spent a lot of my girlfriend lives in Kentucky, so so wait a minute. Did you did you go over to like uh, New Albany, uh, Clarksville, Jeffersonville area? Yeah, or? absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah she gets yeah. her hair done in Clarksville. Yeah, yeah. How I, do you know that area so good? Uh, my mom used to live up on there, right next to the river, man. And I'd go up there and uh, hang out on the Ohio River. And I was a kid that made it on the national news, going across the railroad trestle bridge, right next to the Kennedy Bridge. I made it from. I know exactly where it is. I man. made it from the Indiana side over to Louisville, and uh, that's when the fire department uh, tried to get me down, and I said no, and I walked all the way back over to Indiana, and I climbed back down the way I got up. So now, well, they got a bridge you can walk over now. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, well, that old railroad trestle. Way ahead of your time. Well, I, I, I climbed up there because I wanted to see if I could go catch some of those pigeons that were up there. And uh, 
And then I decided. Are you decided, sure that wasn't going to eat no fish out of that river? No, and because uh, all they all they ever caught up there was carp. They always that's where I learned the word well, carp dough. They, you know, they got uh, they got paddlefish up there too. Well, the you only reason oh, the only reason I got caught, Gene, was because when I was in the middle, right over the Ohio River, I found out if you kicked really hard on the railroad uh, trestle on the uh, the cross beams, they were rotten and they would break and they would fall all the way down and splash into the river. And I thought that was really cool. So. You know what's crazy about that river, Braden? <laughs> why why tide, is it not surprising? The tide only me. runs one way every time I go up there. Hey, Lisa, how come the tide only goes one That's way? That's right. It all flows south for some reason. I don't know. It never comes back, <laughs> back up, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, people out in the boats saw that there was some young uh, child up on the trapped up on the bridge. and uh, Trapped. Was trapped and knocking uh, timbers trapped down. Trapped of his own volition. Yeah. 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 So I, I, didn't, I didn't get in too much trouble over that but it did make the news so that was oh, a, that's great man yeah that's a good story that was oh, in the old days yeah, yeah back to nah, my mom it's, why am i not surprised i think i was about 12 yeah i think i was like that must 12. have been just before you moved here uh yeah yeah it was maybe actually. that is why you moved here. <laughs> <laughs> you're right get that kid out of here man he ain't nothing but trouble they put up indiana don't want you kentucky ain't letting you cross the line you better get out of here son dude i used to i used to love it up there the summers up there were always really nice it was uh it was the winter suck i didn't have to go there in the winter time i was with dad so it was all good no but it was uh no it's beautiful up there man i would live there you know half the year that's kind of our goal but uh new albany anyway yeah, it's that's unbelievable. Nice. I mean, Kentucky's got plenty of deer, but the ones in southern Indiana just boggled my mind. And I, and I guess it is well-renowned for deer hunting up there. Yeah, but, well, uh, that whole area up in there, around anywhere around those uh, rivers up there, you know, uh, Pike County, Illinois, up there where Lester's place is, uh, you know, he's got buku monster deer running around everywhere. And and uh, Kentucky side up north of, that, of Louisville up there on the oh, river. What do they call that? The Twin Rivers, the Twin Lakes down there by Paducah, Kentucky. I, I don't know. Everybody, there's I, a big, a big, big outdoor area up there, and uh, near uh, where, where's that university? Um, way in western Kentucky. I mean, that's well known for the wildcats. You know, well, I don't know. I, now, I don't know Twin River, it's where the Ohio River and the Kentucky River, the, all these rivers meet. That's up in Illinois, isn't it? It's it's kisses Illinois, yeah. okay, but it's in the state of Kentucky. Yeah, it's right across from Illinois. Well, welcome to Geography Talk with Gino. So uh, yeah. yeah, anything it's else? It's over that way. It's over that way. It's why I need to over by there. It's over there. <laughs> yeah, don't tell everybody where it's at, Gino. They'll find it and oh, start moving in there. So I, I gotta I gotta answer. I gotta ask you: Have you gone out and uh, seen if you could catch any of the elusive? Uh, species in Tampa Bay that are no longer there, you know, like snook, redfish, no, trout, or anything? Right now, I just get disgusted, man, you know? Um, been meaning to go pomping, uh, looking for a tide, although I've talked to Tom, and he's the only time you're jigging off the bridge, all there is is laddie fish and uh, them kitty cats. Oh, that's, and uh, yeah, that's Same with Tony Cicello's brother. He's hitting all the spots in the bay. And, then, you know, with the uh, – I don't know what's going on. You know, the influx of catfish and ladyfish. You figured that uh, all the massive snook would be eating the ladyfish. but uh, Well, maybe it's because uh, all the other fish are dying off at a rapid rate and, uh, you know, all the scavengers are moving in. Right, Bill George? Yes. <laughs> well, we should have a bumper crop of blue crabs this summer. Yeah, so blue crabs be all good. and shrimp, man, all you want. Yeah, that'd you know? be awesome. That'd be great. Denied. D- yeah. Oh, next closure. What? 
Yeah, next closure. I mean, you know, before we know it, they're going to put a bag limit on uh, sale cats or something. I mean, me and my buddies text each other, you know, black tip shark, one per five years, must be between 12 and 14 inches, must, you know, determine the sex before landing and have ISO bag. You know, I mean, just, you know. The males three. only? You can only keep males between 12 and 16 nah, inches black tips? I, 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 with a three-and-a-half-inch dorsal. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Special dorsal. Then there'll be somebody trying to sell a dorsal fin stretcher on the side. Sure. I mean, it, 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 was, it was like that old dirty joke about the duck hunter. Well, I don't know lawyers any, I don't run know, the world. I don't know anything I'm about I'm just kidding. I love lawyers. I don't know anything about the duck hunting jokes, but Twitter. special place in hell for lawyers. So. <laughs> hey, I know some good ones. I'm not going to say. The, the, I do too, but <laughs> I was married to one, so this is a special place in hell for lawyers. <clears throat> People only see that when they don't need one, because as soon as you need one, he's your best buddy. Well, it's <laughs> like you know, it's like police when when seconds count, the police are minutes away. And by the way, a guy got shot dead in the neighborhood here last night. I heard the uh, helicopters. What sounds exactly like he had it coming. Oh, trying gosh. to choke at a uh, female St. Pete PD. Well, that's probably not a good thing to do. You know, you know, well, it didn't work out too well for him. Well, usually it doesn't. You know, when you're uh, trying to choke out the person with the firearm, usually uh, that doesn't end, end well. Good so, deal. Uh, yeah, I'll look for it, that, that on the news. This ended well, and it will not be at the taxpayer's expense. Well, well, that's true. Bill George, <laughs> I, know that, I know that Bill George gets concerned about that when he hears stories like that. Which but anyway, well, you guys, you made some really good points about the NRA today, and the only thing I want to bring up to you is every time uh, there's a mass killing or a murder, it's never an NRA member, is it? Uh, no. no. No, I guess maybe you're right on that. That is true. Most Something are, to think about uh, when, when everybody's trying to shut them down. Say, who's, who's the guy, you know, going crazy in the schools and pulling guns? They're not trained NRA members. No, so. no, that is true. Well, Gino, thanks for the call, man. Go out and enjoy your Saturday. You guys, too, man. Have a good one. See you, buddy. Take care, Gina. Hang up on him, Thanks. man. All Hurry right. before he keeps talking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, we, are we taking a break? Good. Hey, I love you, but no more phone calls. Bill George has been bugging me this whole half hour about the ammo thing that we were supposed to talk about at the beginning of the hour. Well, we do have one more phone call, but you're... Oh, that's right. we got to talk to John. Yeah. Well, maybe we're not going to get to the ammo talk today, Bill George. I'm sorry. Unless you want to talk I'll about it. I'll have to go to G5 and ask. Dylan's not going to know. Man. Okay. Don't worry, don't no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And Brandon Ford, stay right there. We'll be right back. Big Wild Outdoors and Van Halen. Here we go. It's uh, Braden, uh, Bill, and Jonathan in the studio. And uh, JB's over on the other side of the glass. She's filling in for Diego while he's out messing around with some snakes and Vince and and Megan and Toby and everybody and Shriner down in the Everglades having a good time. And on the phones, we wanted to bring him back in case you missed him last hour. Our good buddy John Harris from... uh, what is it? HarrisAuctionsLLC.com. And the reason why is because he's got this great big giant auction coming up here on August 15th. And the thing is, is if you are a 
farmer or a uh, guy who has maybe a big giant uh, piece of property or uh, hunting land and you're looking for some machinery or stuff to help you get that food plot or anything else out there. Uh, There's a lot of useful items. A lot of useful items out there. And John, uh, of course, uh, is reason we have him on is because there are some rules for this uh, auction this this time. Uh, with the COVID-19 thing going on, uh, John, we have to do this more uh, where you have your bidder's cards before you get there. Is that the way it works? And there's a limited number? There is a limited number, and we're working on that number right now. But there's a chance you could show up the day of the auction, depending on the interest, and just come on in and register. I mean, you never know about an auction, uh, especially uh, during these times. I mean, there may be a low turnout, no problems, but historically auctions like this draw pretty good crowds. So we just wanted to tell people to try to make a preview and get a better card ahead of time so they can get in for sure. Well, now i got to ask you, uh, do I have to have a bidder's card to come out to the previews? Because I know you got no. like you got one on uh, today and you got one, what, uh, next Friday? Uh, and then you got uh, uh, then the auction is that Saturday, right? So Correct. Yeah, no, you can just show up today. We're, the, we're there from noon to four today and come in and look at the stuff. And that's when people have a chance to decide if they want to come back and also inspect the items maybe a little more, you know, spend more time on it because they're just sitting there, the, the tractors and the trailers and whatnot. So. Yeah, well, well, now when you say whatnot, I mean, you really, I mean, if you, uh, Bill George has made me go look at the website, and now that it's all, it's been up on my page the whole time, and I'm good thing I've got two agricultural people here with me because I'm like, what the hell is that thing? What does that <laughs> thing do or whatever? But, I mean, everything from uh, uh, mini bikes, engine lifts, uh I mean, you got uh, generators, weed whackers, welders, sprayers, sprayers, mowers, uh, ride-along stuff. I mean, stuff that I would like. Oh crap! Oh yeah, man! I don't need that, but I want that. I don't know why, but uh, I mean, everything from uh, what do you call those things? I know my buddy Dean Earl uses them for his molasses when he's making booze. The the liquid the holder tank things. I mean, water caddies, everything. Yeah, I mean everything. Spray caddies. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that that little bit of everything for the. You know, for the big farmer, the gentleman farmer with, you know, five or ten acres out there and needs a little tractor of some kind, you know, there's something for everybody. Well, I know you got a lot of big machinery stuff out there, but you also got, like, uh, little riding lawnmowers. You've got uh, little things like uh, file canvas. I see one picture here of a washer-dryer combo. Well, that yeah, that (laughs) this is the liquidation, so everything's got to go. The family has got the property under contract. So they pretty much put things out there to sell that you wouldn't find at an auction, like if you went to a big equipment auction. Just so you'll see, you know, like that boat and um, the mini bike. Certainly that doesn't go in an orange grove, but it's going to be sold. And then uh, some odds and ends, furniture, some desks, a lot of boxes they were using in their packing house. Yeah, well, I looked yeah. at it. And I didn't know what that was. But, I mean, if you're a, if you're a business owner and uh, you need a bunch of boxes to send your stuff out. I mean, like uh, cardboard boxes. There's like pallets of them wrapped in plastic. They're still brand new. I see bins of yeah. rocks. Yeah, bins of rocks. If you're a landscaper, you want that kind of stuff. I mean, it's everything. Papers, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, every, every dude, I, there's everything out here. I mean, seriously. So uh, if anybody wants to get in on this where they could go buy themselves a nice little riding mower or a giant air compressor or a bucket or a flatbed truck or anything else like that. Where do they need to go to get all this information that we're looking at? Well, the best thing to do is go to the website, which you've stated a couple of times, which is harrisauctionsllc.com. Give me a call. My phone number is all over the website anytime. And uh, if they want to take a look at the stuff, we'll be there today. 
from noon to four, and then next week on Friday will be the same time, noon to four, with the auction being on Friday. But they can give me a call or go to the website if you have any questions. Right. Now, I did notice that you had a couple of side-by-sides in here. Uh, somebody's looking for that. I mean, there's a there's a John Deere one in here, and there's some other one. I don't know what that yeah. one is. But, uh, I mean, there's all kinds. Now, the one thing i got to ask you, Jonathan said he picked it out, but what is this old, old like John Deere tractor that's on the uh, flyer at the bottom. Well, that's a, there's a story to that. The Grove taker out there, the guy that manages the Grove, uh, has had that in his family since he was born. He was born in 1958. That is actually in 1956. I was wrong when I categorized it as a 58, but it's been in his family ever since. And that's an Orchard Model 60. Oh, Lord. And it's uh, about mostly restored, but it still oh, needs sweet. a little work. It's okay. a cool piece. It's, for, it was it's a 60. for the collectors. I mean, it almost looks like a race car. When I looked at it, it was it's, like it's uh, that's what I said was a sixty. So that's what I was wondering if that's what it was. It's like a Art Deco-y, you know, wheels covered type of thing. It, yeah. it, for anybody that knows anything about the old tractors, that just looking at that picture, that's really good shape. That thing is pretty awesome. Really looking. good shape. I mean, that, that is yeah, really it, awesome. it had some restoration done to it already. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Now, I mean, everything from water tanks to uh, to uh, bush hogs. I mean, uh, you got big old giant. Uh, bush hogs out there if somebody's got a landscaping company or one of those people who will come and mow your hay fields all that kind of stuff i mean uh, there's yeah. something out here literally for everybody mr john i saw too you said you had it on there it's uh you've got online bidding are y'all going to have live bidding during the auction or is it going to yeah, be strictly the live bidding is going to be simultaneously to the online i mean somebody could come out today and look at the stuff and go home and bid on about 18 items there's about 150 items that are going to be sold in the auction. It's going to be all sold live, but you, when we get to the 18 items like the, the old John Deere and the Gator and the tractors, those are going to be simultaneously sold online. So you could bid online. You pay more to bid online. We hope, you, hope you're there, but if you can't make it or we, you know, for whatever reason, you can bid on those 18 items online. Very cool. Now, when we're talking about tractors, we're talking about uh, you got John Deere's, Massey Ferguson's, Mahindra's, uh, I mean, you got uh, a whole plethora of uh, uh, enclosed cab, open cab. I mean, there's all I've got kinds a 492. Of stuff. We've got a 492. That's a good tractor. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. got uh, big giant toolboxes, water tanks. I mean, dude, seriously, I mean, there's everything on here. Something for everybody. Bill George, what do you like so far? I, I've seen a couple air compressors, the the rake, and uh, a vice. <laughs> oh, oh, the vice. Yeah, I saw the vice. Yeah. Well, now what's really funny is it's like everybody who looks at this web page or looks at the uh, the flyer is all like, "Oh, dude, I want that." And they're like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, I already got one of those. I don't need that." And but there's yeah, Christmas, Christmas in Odessa. Yeah, there's something for everybody. Now this is happening yep. up in Odessa. It's going to be off of what is it, 1690 uh, Boy Scout Road up in Odessa. It's happening on Saturday, August 15th at 10 a.m. But if you would like to go preview it, uh, I would say do yourself a favor and go to HarrisAuctionsLLC.com. You can see all the pictures and the catalog and all that kind of good stuff like that. Uh, and, of course, you need to call uh, John and uh, get yourself a bidding number if you want to do that. I have to ask you this because we really talked about this off of the air. The boat, the boat itself, do you know what you're going to, like, do the opening for that boat? What What is going to be your opening? Uh, well, the opening is determined by the crowd. Let me give you a real quick. This is an absolute auction. And just so you know, if you see auction somewhere and it doesn't say absolute in front of it, you're wasting your time. Everything there is going to be sold to the highest bidder. So it doesn't matter what the auctioneer asks for. It matters what the bid 
or the crowd offers. Really? So I have no clue. It's final so there's no, there, there's no, not going to be a bottom number is what he's trying to tell everybody. No reserves. You no, could we walk, don't do those. You can no. walk in and say, I'm going to give you a dollar for that boat. And I got a dollar bid now, I got a bid too. Yep. So if I go That's online, if, is that going to be one of the things I can go bid on today if I wanted to? You, can't you bid could bid today. online today, but the actual auction next week is when the hammer is going to drop. So I can, presented. I, the item's going to get presented. The auctioneer is going to throw a number out there. The crowd's going to start the action in a few seconds, minutes, and then we're going to drop the hammer and somebody's going to own that boat. I would feel bad if I walked away with that boat for 10 bucks. I really would. I would I'd feel bad. Listen. You're I not going to walk away with that boat for, for 10, ten bucks because he's going to buy it. <laughs> John's going to buy it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I heard you say that. This auctioneer doesn't buy anything at his auctions. That's a conflict, a well, conflict of ethics. Uh, I'm working for the family to sell this stuff, and uh, while there's a lot of stuff there I'd love to have, my job is to sell it for them. Oh, I know, uh, but if if, yeah. God, if you know Braden's going to walk away for for a ridiculously low price, You'd only be in the best interest of the family if you bought it for more. That's true. I, but I, legally, I can't. <laughs> you can't, you can't buy it, but I no. can guarantee this. If he gets it for 10 bucks, I'm getting a ride in it. Oh, no, that, no, that's yeah. true. Or you'll get to borrow it an yeah. awful lot, yeah. one of those things. Uh, no, it, it's that's a beautiful boat, and uh, I, mean, it's, I think that's worth multi-thousands of dollars just on its own probably, but that's just me, but it's beautiful. They're hand-built in North Carolina. It takes one year to get them. They're custom. Solid mahogany, they are beautiful. That that's is, a, that's a, a Budson lightning bug. Well, now I got to ask you uh, before we get you out of here, top of the hour, we got to go. But uh, anybody wants more information, give us the rundown. Well, just give me a call. Well, phone number's on the website, Harris Auctions LLC. We'll be there today at 16900 Boy Scout Road from noon to four. Right. And, uh, Feel free to, I'll feel be free looking to in the mailbox yeah. for my number. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, it's all, all good. Right, Farm tractors, trailers, trucks, agricultural equipment, deck mowers, ATVs, implements, fruit boxes, supplies, tools, and everything else you're going to need. It's all right there. Go check it out and uh, get yourself a great deal on one of them. That's for sure. Go to harrisauctionsllc.com. And uh, when you get out there, tell John we, we said hi. All right, guys. Thank you. Have you're, a good morning. You're welcome. we got to get out of here. We'll John. talk to you again soon, man. I hope it's successful and a million people don't show up because you can't allow a million people, but it's all good. See you, Johnny. All right, we're, gonna, we're out of here. We, uh, we'll see you next Saturday. Uh, don't forget, Bill George is going to be out at G5 Feeding Outdoors at 1230. His Gator Seminar number 2 is going to be happening today. So go out and visit, shake his hand, and make fun of his shorts. It'll all be a good day. Jonathan, Jonathan, stay healthy. You got it. Thank you, girl. Appreciate it. See you guys next Saturday. Have a great weekend.